Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Black Entourage Podcast. This is Amir and today we are joined with Sean, Adam, and Jamal. Yeah. Um, I think the first topic that we're going to talk about today is, um, oh yeah, Juneteenth was over this past weekend and I believe on Friday um, they, meaning the government, made Juneteenth a federal holiday. Um, a brief history on Juneteenth. Juneteenth is a holiday, um, I, I believe is considered uh, comparable to 4th of July, but for black people, um, due to the fact that the word hadn't gotten to Galveston, Texas um, for a while after the bill was written for uh, slaves to be free. Um, and so we celebrate that day that they actually got word that they were free. So thoughts, how do y'all feel about the uh, new federal holiday? Um, I appreciate the extra day off of not working. Uh, that's fine. Um, there's plenty of other things they could have done, uh, instead of those leaping to give it a federal holiday, but I guess we'll take it in stride. Um, ideally, if it didn't get rained out, my plan was to, like, barbecue on some 4th of July shit. Like, gotta celebrate this day, uh, Juneteenth, as much as we would celebrate july 4th right especially as black people um so it is kind of uh it's nice that they acknowledge the day right but there's so much more shit that has to be done other than like here's a holiday guys let's let's not talk about reparations for a while let's not talk about uh not teaching about the you know uh, the shit in school so there's a lot more that needs to be done uh but as an individual, I'll take the random day off. Although it doesn't go in effect until next year. Uh, but hey, I mean, we'll take it. Jamal? Um, I think it's good. I think it's big. I mean, what is this? The first holiday, first national holiday that they created since uh, Martin Luther King Day? Yep. So black people are two for two for new holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always with that. Um, like you said, yeah, that critical race theory. Nah, what is, what is it called? That is what it's called. Yeah, critical race, yeah. Crit critical race theory. Um, it'd be, that probably would be a bigger um, achievement, like if that got passed. Because um, how are you going to have a holiday that you can't really explain why it's a holiday in school if you you don't have critical race theory, right? Yep. But, I mean, it's still a good thing. First holiday in 40 years. It was good to see. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And should be our new July 4th, really. Facts. It, and I will say it's actually good to have, like, that random holiday. Because usually, you know, uh, after what does pass, what was it, Memorial Day that just passed, right? It's a drought. Yeah, we don't really get a until holiday until, what, Labor Day after 4th of July, something like that? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> so give me more days, please. Give me more more days. Uh, do you have anything to say on it, uh, Adam? I got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, go for it. We, we haven't had you for a minute, so let's take some deep dives tonight. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been here in a while, but um, so... There's a couple things. I mean, Juneteenth is cool, right? Like, I appreciate y'all giving me a federal holiday. Cool. But it's not what we asked for, right? So at the end of the day, it's kind of like, it's kind of bittersweet. It's like, you know, um, getting appreciation for something. It's like, it, this is the thing. 
every time, every year, we're like, hey, stop killing black people, treat us with respect, you know, give us, give us like first class citizenship. And they just give us a holiday every time. So, or something else to placate us. Maybe them kneeling in kente cloths, you know. <laughs> that should be wild. Something like that. I think, so it's kind of bittersweet in the sense of like, we, we, we like, who asked for this? Like, like maybe they asked for this in the past and like now it's like, you know, they squeeze it in because they're like trying to give us something. But at the same time, it's just like, it's the same bullshit every time. So, um, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a hard thing to like really accept. Mm-hmm. One, two, I think I was gonna take off the day regardless. Like, now I, get, I just gave white people a day off for no reason, really. Honestly. Yep. That's, you know, that's all I really did is get white people off. Something that they, they really don't care about. And you're also fighting for them to not have to care about too. Like, you know, we talk about the critical race theory part. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then get to, to boot, to, to add to it, you know, our governor of the great state of Georgia blocked it anyway in our state. So, um, at least for at least for federal employees, federal workers. That's yeah. one, two, and three, and then four. The people who need it the most, you know, the people who are like on the ground retail work and stuff like that, they really don't get those days off anyway. They just get a sale, likely and have to work extra hours. Maybe 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 double pay, maybe pay and a half, um, which is still bullshit, right? So, um, I don't know who this is for. Really. Like, I know who it's for, right? But like, why now? Like it's kind of like making me skeptical, like so, because there's a lot of stuff that haven't passed. Like they could, they could, you know, they can reform police. They can let, they can reform correction facilities. So many other things they could do to help black people, or like not help black people, because we don't need their help to not make it worse, to make it less worse for black people, which it's, is they made it worse in the first place. Making the federal holidays was the easiest, less effort needed thing to get done for them to be like, did we appease you, black people yet? <laughs> and, like, and, and it's the easiest thing to get done across the board. It's like, hey, who want a day off? <laughs> you want a day off? I was, you want I a day was off? pretty bipartisan. And 14 Republicans denied it, too. Yeah. What's 14 Republicans denied it. Hmm? 14 Republicans voted no against it. But it's yeah, still that's, pretty, that's, pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, compared, compared to, yeah. Yeah, compared to regular legislation, you yeah. can't pass shit. Which which also makes me, I, I thought because of the, the progress we were making, we were closer to like actual conversation around our reparations. But after getting June, Juneteenth, I'm just like, I feel like this was like a way for y'all to be, for them to be like, all right, y'all, come on, we give y'all that last call. I can't get the next one. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like referees, like, I, you know, they give us the last calls, so I don't know if they'll give us the next one. And um, I don't know, it's just like, and just the fact that June 19th, Juneteenth, it's just, I know it's a, it's a it's a day that black people should celebrate. However, it makes me feel kind of torn because it was like, like not only, so let's go back to the history, right? This is two years after, so the, so the union took two years to send someone to Texas to tell the rest of the enslaved people that, two years. So this is just uh this is just another example of how this this country America does not give a fuck. Everything has to happen like black people. So it's just you know um I, I'm not I, I'm not excited for the federal holiday part personally. Makes sense, but you'll but good. you'll take the day off. You you'll you'll take the day off. I mean, I was going to do it regardless, off. so it doesn't matter. Regardless of what was happening, I was going to be like. Plus, it was on a Saturday anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us on the- yeah. Yeah, they knew they well, 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 I got the Friday off, so. Oh, you got the you got this year off already? 
Yeah, they they um, DeKalb County said they were gonna make it a holiday back in like January or December uh. last year, or like November last year. They were like, yeah, we're gonna give y'all this week off next year. So I'm like, all right, that's what's up. Well, uh, that conversation about Juneteenth kind of leads into uh, the next topic where uh, Macy Gray, uh, the artist, wrote a, a op-ed uh, where she basically said that we need to change the American flag. Um, and it's pretty deep. Uh, here's what she uh, said. Um, on January the 6th, when the storm was raided on the nation's most precious hut, waving old glory, which is the flag, uh, the memo was received. The American flag needs to be replaced. That was like wrote, uh, wrote down wrong. Uh, but basically she gave a very uh, descriptive uh, visual of how the flag she is looking for uh, or what it could possibly be. Uh, and she said the American flag has been hijacked as a code for a specific belief. Uh, God bless those believers. They can have it like the Confederate. It is tattered, dated, divisive, and incorrect. It no longer represents democracy and freedom. It no longer represents all of us. It's not fair to be forced to honor it. It's time for a new flag. Uh, she says that uh, there should be 52 stars uh, to recognize uh, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, which has been lobbying for statehood for decades. Uh, she says that uh, the flag's white stripes, which were intended to represent purity and innocence. Uh, she says that America is great. It is beautiful. Pure, it ain't. It's broken and is in pieces. Uh, she gave detailed description of the flag as she said it believes. What if the stripes were off-white? Off what if the 52 stars to include D.C. and Puerto Rico? Uh, what if the stars were the colors of all of us, your, your skin tone and mine, like the melanin scale? The blue square represent, represents vigilance and perseverance, and the red stripes stand for valor. America is all of those things, so what if those elements on the flag remain? So that was uh, just part of the article, but in theory of everything, what do you guys think of that? Do you think it is time for a new flag? Do you think it would ever happen in, in 2021 or moving forward, or... Uh, what do you guys think? I think there is no way white folks are gonna let you take their flag. There's no <laughs> way possible. There's not a way to do it. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that's not a war. Yeah, there's no way that'll ever happen. So, and it's not and always. Is it? Would you say that it's taking it away? It's updating. You don't think they'll want to update it either? Fuck no. They no. Hell no. Hell no. They're not going we couldn't even change. we yo we couldn't even stand for it like niggas was not standing for it and niggas almost had a fit. Everybody had a fit over it. You think we're gonna they're gonna be let someone come around and be like, nah, let's change it up to make it more inclusive? The well, flag represents a whole bunch of shit to different people. Like sometimes, for the most part, the people that want to protect it, it's kind of like fuck inclusion. This is what it is either get out or uh, assimilate. So, yeah, they would rather probably die before they touch, let anybody touch their flag. 100%. Y'all thought January 6th was crazy? So if America is what, the quote-unquote melting pot, right, of all the different nations and all the different uh, colors, do you 
why wouldn't it? Like, yeah, I understand the you, yeah some uh, let's say you know older white people to be nice. They they want to be down for a change like that to be more inclusive. But would it isn't that what America is? Isn't it like open? Right? It takes it takes what the weak. It takes the weary. Right and protects them. So. And, and the flag is what, 300 years old or however how old that shit is. Don't you think it's time for an update? It probably is time for it, but yeah, I'm just saying sure. and it's, it would be the fight of the century and I don't think it's really worth it. <laughs> you have to give them that. Give them their flag. Cause yeah, I really not. don't think. I really, I mean, I can understand where Macy Gray's coming from, like no shade or whatever, but you know, that's we we clearly have seen in recent history uh, what the flag represents and what they what they assimilate to the flag and with understanding that trying to take that they already think they were trying to take their country from them so the only thing that they would have left is that flag because they already feel like minorities are coming in and taking their jobs and all this other type of stuff so going in and trying to change the only thing that they have left to their patriotism. Um, that would be a dangerous fight to fight. It's, it's almost, already it's already yeah. a dangerous fight to fight. So that's just throwing fucking oil on a fire. I've never seen anything like that. It's like almost cultish how people revere the flag. Like, what if what if the military disease. was on board with it first? They don't give a fuck. I, it doesn't, military doesn't get involved in, in political um and and, and national political issues. That's their stance, at least. So they would, they would probably never ever take a stance on it. They can. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense. Not, not the military as a, as an organization. They would never, they would likely never do it. It's just their stance is not to take political sides. They just like get commands from the commander in chief. That's how, that's how they're supposed to operate. But I don't know. But I think, I think it would be great to change the flag. Do I think it will happen? No. Uh, again, we said, we said, white nationalism has been on the rise. Um, it's always always on the rise. Um, I think the association with that flag and other flags, and historically, the flags have been a uniting factor for a lot of these. Mm, mm, like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I was trying to think of the right term to say without sounding like negative or like too aggressive, but um, a lot of the European, a lot of the European, like the Anglo-Saxon, um, like wars, a lot of those things were based was like. The flag was like the most important thing. It represented um, everything. It represented, like you said, everything that was part of the like valor, um, what they're fighting for. It was representative of everything back home. Um, and propaganda over the years has been has been so strong, um, as we saw in World War Two. World War World War Two. We saw, um, you know, Mussolini with Hitler, with so on and so forth. Um, even Hitler had his own flag, right? Um, Everybody, you know, people they create their own flags. It's supposed to be, a, you know, a battle cry, all that stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't foresee it ever changing. I would love for it to change because I think it's racist as fuck. The white part, the purity and innocence, that's just like blatantly white, white, you know, white supremacy, right? But embedded into the history of the country. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's gonna change. Um, maybe not in our lifetime. Maybe I think if it, if it will happen, it will have to be like a drastic change where. Um, 
you know, ideas, you know, move more progressive. Um, it's going to be a long time because now you have so many with the with like Donald Trump being such a powerful voice in the conservative political landscape. Yeah, I just don't see it. You know, y'all know how I feel about a certain generation. That's when truth change is going to start. When they are gone. That's the thing. It's like with Donald Trump because he represents wealth and like that level of like you know success. He's 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 been able to connect to a younger demographic like nobody else really in the Republican Party outside of like a Paul Ryan. But you know, with Trump though, it's like it's 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 strong. Like those young conservatives, they don't they same they they gonna be just like their daddy. Yeah. 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 I don't think a dying of a generation is gonna change, make things more liberal or nothing. It's just if they will, hold I think, I think, I think that as they, as the Senate seats and all that other type of stuff, as they become vacant and they're refilled by someone just younger and held office for a shorter period of time, I just think automatically there's going to be a difference of opinions. Like, yeah, it's still going to be, you know, the fight between Republicans and Democrats and blah, blah, the whole theatrics of it all. That's still going to be a thing because um, it's always been a thing throughout the time but um i definitely think that if there were more um younger minded individuals um within these powerful seats things would be a little bit different i i disagree only because the the core values of the conservative and republican party are based on religion uh, law and order um, yeah abortion, abortion rights those kind of basic things right like will never they're, change. They're not going to change ever. Like, I religion see, always can, says yeah. that abortion is wrong. Like, it's just, can, it's just not going to change. I can see it on, like, certain topics like, uh, what's that? Um, global warming and shit like that. Like Social topics, the young, for sure. The younger, the younger it gets. But some, not every social topic, because there's a culture war, which is a socially cultured war that the Republicans are fighting. And I don't think even if they are younger, they'll give that up. Like, there's just certain hard stops. Guns, when Adam said religion, like... Yeah, um, it's just non... Yeah, they don't talk. After that, like, abortion, yeah. guns, we don't talk, like, nothing else to talk about once you get to nothing, that point. Yeah, that'll be and forever. It, it, and you're right, Amir, eventually, I think, the, I think over generations, right? Cause, because, like, the laws now are nowhere near where they were before. Like we can, we we're able to do things with, that our forefathers couldn't do, even in the '60s when Martin Luther King was alive. Right? That was like 50 years ago, 70, 60 years ago. Um, you know, that was that that wasn't too long ago. Like our our grandparents probably still. My mom is 73, right? So um, she was, it was like you know. Well, I'm dead doing the math right? 60, 60, yeah, 60 years ago. 60 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, that math doesn't seem right. But yeah, like, it's so gradually over generations, we will get more progressive, more liberal, but it's just, it's going to take a while. And like, this generation will definitely see a shift after this generation dies out, right? This newborn generation. But it's still going to be, but well, a lot of the Gen Xers, Zers, what, the one before us? The one, yeah, one before us and ones before even before them. Those those generations still Absolutely. have a lot of those ideals, you know, in, instilled into them. That's like now, the Gen Zers do too. It's just what you mean. 
they have the same thing. Like Adam said, their dad, their dad pushed whatever kind of thought process into their minds. Like, but it's Gen Z. Them after us. Yeah. Millennials too. We'll always bump heads. Like progressive and people that like the status quo. Like. It's gonna take generations, generations. Okay. And you have too I think, many. I think it'll take generations, but I don't. I think that. I think that. Like I said before, once, once, because right now the the Senate and the House is occupied by majorly a certain class and type of person from a certain era, right? Like I, I know that my favorite is my mom. She's stuck in her ways and her ideals to a certain extent, but she is more forward thinking than say somebody that's probably 40 years older than her. Um, so within a generation or two, there could be some really amazing things that come out of politics, you know, once seats are vacant. We just, I mean, of course, demographics will play into it. Different states have different amounts of seats and stuff like that. But I definitely think that with time comes progression, especially with the human race has been shown. For sure, but but the issue is not really the conservatives, really. It's the moderates that we don't have to work. The conservatives are going to yell at the end of the day. It's the moderates, people who are in the middle who are going to swing either way based off, like you know, their opinion. Yeah, and their opinion is usually on one thing. It's usually like whoever votes for abortion rights are the ones I'm going to go with. Whoever votes for gun rights is the one I'm going to go with. Whoever votes for what I care about at that moment, at that day, that time. Those modern, even Martin Luther King said it. He was like, you know what? I'm fighting these, I'm fighting conservatives, people who are racist, and that's not the issue. There's people who are standing by and waiting and watching and just being like, hey, I got nothing to do with that. That's allowing all the transgressions to happen. Because there, there's always been very aggressive white people in the world, but it's always been white people who have allowed the aggressive white people to pass by. Like even they, they even said when the, when during the Holocaust, they were like, the issue, the the Jews were bad. But what was almost or just work just worse was people who st- who watched and let it happen until it came to them, and that's when they were like, "Help me!" Yeah, you know, they didn't want to help anybody else. Those are the people who are in the middle. People who are like, a lot of those people are probably your friends. Like they're probably moderate as fuck. But they just think they're liberal and conservative, but they're really just moderate and swing whichever way the wind blows. And that's and that's really the main issue that nobody's really informed. Nobody is really like has a real opinion. They're just going with the latest soundbite. They're just going with the latest like. With the closest whatever how they feel that that moment and they just went they just rolling with it that's the that's the and then you have people situations like people vote for kanye west and like you vote for it probably you want yeah it's not it shouldn't be a the game system where we like all get on one side and vote against but at the same time like this moderate shit, people just be on the on the on a wing waiting for something waiting to see where the wind blows that shit is trash yeah because people no. nowadays people don't ever read the article that they post it's like <laughs> they just accept the, the title of the of the whole article and that's what they base their whole thesis on. And then when you read the article and like come back them like trying to have a you know intellectual debate about it, that you realize oh they didn't even read anything. You're like you're f- making a whole judgment. You're making a whole theory about something you don't even understand completely. So uh, crazy times that we're living in uh, changes not on the horizon anytime soon, but you know, we need more dramatic things to happen uh, to kind of push things in our favor, if that makes sense a little bit more. Um, you, and one more thing, if you look at like Pew Research and stuff like that, the 
the graph of how people is like actual like conservative and who actually like liberal and then people who identify as one or the other but they actually are moderate is like it's like if you say bell curve right it goes like like that and it's actually huge people who are actually moderate who just swing and vote for whoever it's like if i'm if i'm gonna vote for democrat today and a libertarian tomorrow am i really progressive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's what i mean i believe that democrat. to be wholeheartedly true I feel like the country, most of the country is uh, oh, moderate. That spectrum. Yeah. yeah. That's why yeah. you have a Joe Biden and not a uh, Bernie Sanders. Like, most of the country is moderate. Like, there's very few actual progressives and there's very few, like, hardline conservatives. Everybody else just falls, like, in between that spectrum. So, would you say yeah. kind of like how. <laughs> Uh, the wealth class is, you know, either the poor and then the middle class getting thinned out and then it's the rich. Would you say that's kind of like the political spectrum too is like uh, the moderate class, right? Is that getting thinned out and then people are getting either more to the extreme left or right? No, I, I think, think that's the moderate, yeah, the moderate class is growing. If growing. Anything, it's so like, the, the yeah. moderate class is one of the, the bells. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. usually tends to happen over time, and that's how things like, to me, in my opinion, that's how our political system was even birthed in the first place because people stop, you know, believing in one ideology. Because back in the day, like throughout history, things were power was very center focused, um, whether it be the king or queen or you know whatever the case may be. So throughout time, I mean, I guess people's ideologies start to merge as they get to experience each other and each other's cultures. Um, and floating throughout the both class as well, because it allows you to understand that we're all human and we want the same shit to have kids and give them everything, everything that they want. So once everybody realized that, it's not that much to argue about. In my opinion. Well, well also people, people, I think the country has historically been, even, even though if you look at the country in the sense of like the world, we're probably more liberal. But if you look in the country as far as like state to state, it's probably it probably skews more conservative because people are typically, like you said, like those ideals. Time last the last 10, 20 years, time like we've progressed a, a good amount, but we always have these flashpoints where like that progression kind of gets drawn back, right? We kind of had it after Clinton with Bush. We had it again after Obama with um, Trump, um, and after this Biden thing. Depending on how this goes, we might have another situation where Trump gets back in or somebody else. Um, unless, you know, something happens in the next couple of years and we can keep it liberal. Um, we, t- we, we typically always, like, every, every, it's always an overcorrection, right? It's not like the market. Like, if we go liberal, we got to overcorrect, come back a little bit more conservative. Um, and then there's always flashpoints, right? So it's, you always have something that happens that triggers everybody else to respond. So you had Charlottesville. Charlottesville was a major point because it, it opened the eyes of the country of what's actually going on. Yeah. But it also opened a lot of people who are conservative as fuck to go on that side because they were just like, they look like me. Um, so you got, and that's the biggest part is that you got a lot of like white people with like really like no identity. And it's just, they just, it's really swing however it goes. But people, people with no identity, like no identity syndrome is probably the biggest issue in, the, in this world, not this country. Elaborate. What's what is what syndrome is that? No identity syndrome. Yeah, I just made it up. I'm pointing. Oh. So, <laughs> but really, like it's like really people don't really have an identity. They don't really know what they're searching for. What to what to stand on? What to believe in? What to you know who to follow? What to what to what to do? 
So which usually what you see is people will swing with the first thing that grabs their attention. They might not they might not they might not necessarily believe in it wholeheartedly. Like you see a lot of like you see a lot of people who are like this, you know, they got black friends but they still kick they, they hang out with KKK members and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, that's people that fuck with me. You got people who kill people for no reason. It's just like people who join gangs. There ain't nothing else like but a lot of black people in the hood join gangs, they really have nothing else to do. It's like you need protection. Part part of it back in the day it was like you need protection to join the gang. Now it's just like my friends doing it. Yeah. Like people just join the gang because it's the shit to do. So a lot of the, like people don't have an identity and they're looking for like what to do, how to identify themselves. They just go with the person that goes to them. Same, and that's how typically how they vote as well. Would you say that that no identity uh, crisis? So you'd say that's heavily, would you say that's heavily influenced by social media? Does everything being in your face and this hyper uh, sensitized with different news topics here or there where you can't really focus on one thing? Because when as soon as you research something, the next thing is coming up on your feed and you're like, what is that? I think the internet was the first flashpoint, right? Because when the internet was introduced, right before the internet, we kind of had like a lot of, we had freedom of speech conversations after, it was like, it was like, so what happened with civil rights, it was like freedom of speech and the war, like the war in um, uh, Vietnam, right? And then we had a whole bunch of stuff about freedom of speech. After that, we had a bunch of porn hit the, hit, hit the internet. Serial killers popped up like left and right. Because what you had is you had a you had a moral crisis in the country where it was like we went from being super religious, super pro country to being not so pro country, a lot more um, open and a lot more experimentation with drugs. So people kind of like you know it kind of shifted over to that direction. I think now what you're seeing with social media is now people are seeing the differences and the gap between the haves and the have-nots. Mm. Right, so I think what's now is that people are trying to figure out a way to get as close to that as possible. So they are trying to figure out how, which way to identify. It makes you feel like shit when you're not getting what you want, when you don't got the nicest cars, when you when you're growing up, getting that the fattest ass. You know what I'm saying? So people are getting those BBLs, people are getting those PPP loans, people are doing those things because it's like you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do for the likes so and like, the views. Unfortunately, everyone wants to see those likes. Media definitely, def- definitely multiplied it. And it definitely rap, like made it more rapid, but I don't think it was, I don't, I think this happened way before we got social media. Gotcha. Uh, but speaking of social media, uh, there was actually an article that came out. Uh, I know we got some DC fans in here, Jamal. Uh, and uh, basically in the Harley Quinn uh, animated series, the one that's on HBO is pretty good. Uh, season three is about to come out, but they had a scene that got, uh, Warner Brothers told them they couldn't put in there. It's a rated R show, uh, and in the scene, Batman was basically uh, giving oral sex to Catwoman, and uh, Warner Brothers said that they can't put it in there because uh, superheroes don't do that, and how can they sell merch if the heroes are giving oral head, uh, oral sex? So, uh, what do you guys think about that? Are superheroes allowed? To <laughs> of course, superheroes are allowed to get pussy. Why wouldn't? Why it doesn't even make any logical sense. No, they're adults. That's number. That's number one. They're superhero adults. Okay, true. Um, number two, it's an R-rated movie, so it's just like, what do you mean? How are we going to sell merch? Like you're in here watching an R-rated movie that has violence, gore, nudity, etc. Um, so if that's not your steez, then that's not your steez. But I don't think that it should be banned from. Um, the particular movie just because he plays a superhero role. 
like Batman sometimes has a really dark character depending on what universe not universe but whatever the fuck whoever wrote it right um so it's it's kind of like they're picking and choosing what they can accept and what they don't but I know for a fact sex sells in this world so if that's what they're thinking like oh people are gonna stop buying our merch because Batman's eating Catwoman's box like that doesn't even make any logical sense I think like, the station, a t-shirt with it on there like I, I get what you're saying but from the from a major multi billion dollar conglomerate entertainment company they don't see that merchandise because that's what the kids is going to be getting in stores so i can i can see it in that regard why they wouldn't want to but like you said you also have to think of where they just basically put it hbo it's, it's rated r it's for adults it's a tv series they they do a lot of extra uh extravagant shit on the show so would that be something that would be out the ordinary on that Harley Quinn show? I don't think so. I think that show likes to push the box a little bit. And Jamal, you can't... <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, and I think Jamal will kind of agree on that because, well, Dark Comics, yeah. right? DC, they don't always necessarily do the whole good guy thing. So they kind of... Sometimes it is good to stare into that dark side, but them being adults and having adults interactions i don't see anything wrong with that other than just for the merchandise don't let your kids watch it and do you know what these you're talking about the people who are the 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 company owners and the conglomerates do you know what these rich motherfuckers do (laughs) and they were they worried about batman They don't want want their kids that's their subconscious speaking to them man i'm telling you that shit crazy these are, these are multi-millionaires talking about eating pussy. Like, they've seen worse. Yeah. And that show's, that show's full of satire, too. Like, yeah. no one's taking that Harley Quinn. I mean, it's a joke show, and it's an adult face. Like, Harley Quinn's doing all kind of wild shit. Poison Ivy's doing all the wild shit. Yeah, aren't they and, in a relationship at the end of season two or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're dating or whatever. So it's like, that's the show. That is that type That's of show. The show yeah and for warner brothers which is a whole different sect from hbo for them to be like just because y'all share that dc umbrella it's kind of disrespectful like hbo should just be like yo just chill out and let's get this money basically let's, let's do you do want it. this money <laughs> yeah and you're not making you're not making harley quinn toys are you like I'm sure there's some... But it's Batman and Catwoman, though. But, but, her, but, but it's her show. It's an HBO... It's an HBO um, property. Mm-hmm. So you're Warner Brothers, so you have the movies. that You should be worried about the movies and all that other shit. Like, yeah. don't worry. Don't but, worry about the... But the toys is where they probably make most of the money. Just think of, like, what Marvel does to make sure that all their superheroes are in a good light because they make a majority... Um, I mean, just thinking of Sony deal that they did with Sony, they made sure they, yeah. they got the merchandise uh, yeah, part yeah. because that was more than like the ticket shit. So there's a lot of money in the merchandise game Merch, as yeah. far as toys, shirts, cow. I mean, I got a cow right here. The fuck you mean? Do you think Batman, uh, Batman bitch? What the fuck you mean? <laughs> As a CEO, you think that one scene is just going to plummet your toy sales from all the children? Possibly. We, we've seen, uh, what, Ronaldo just put 
coke down and said agua and that stock dropped like 10% because he said but that's different it's different but it's still a brand he's the greatest of all time he can do that is a Batman considered one of the greatest heroes of all time yeah but you got the movie shit it's like different shit Oh no, I agree with you and I don't agree with you. <laughs> I would fight I it. Really, I don't really care. I, I would mean, fight HBO, it and if I lost. Max, HBO Max is not gonna fucking back down. And you have other people like tweeting out that it's canon. Like it actually happened in the um in the comics. comic. Yeah. yeah, it happened in one of the comics, so it's like well, in the show satire, like, why do you care? Yeah, he- I do think these shows are trying to push the boundaries, right? Because they want to get as much more uh, adult eyes because those have the buying dollars on, on their shows. Like, for example, uh, The Boys, right? The the whole thing about The Boys show on Amazon was, are they ever going to do the hero gasm, which is like the big thing from the comic books in like the first section. But the writer's like, nah, we can't do that yet because uh, one, they were just on season one, and two, they said they wanted to get more people in to watch it before they put such like uh, <laughs> a big thing in because it's like a really, uh, it's basically, what do they call those? It's a uh, uh, orgy basically with like the superheroes. Like all the superheroes come and they have an orgy. Like it's, it's wild in the comics. So they said they didn't want to put that in the comments, that happens pretty early, but in the show, they was like, we're going to save that for season three because they wanted to build the audience. So it, it really just depends on on the company behind you and how safe they want to be and if they're willing to... Uh, if they're willing to be uh, different and kind of stand out a bit to kind of get more eyes on them. So. And let me tell you what. If you are a TV show or looking to create a TV show and you throw some titties in there, nine times out of ten, I, I will watch it. <laughs> and that's just that's just where I'm leaving. That's real. That's real. That's just, that's just, that's just on God right there. Oh my that's God. just what it is. Especially <laughs> episode one, scene two. You get the you get the nip slip. You wait for the whole season. That's, <laughs> that's on God, man. For real, honestly, he doesn't tell me now in there. However, I have to say two things. First of all, Batman allowed Joker, they allowed Joker to torture and kill Robin. And the killing joke. Yeah. However, also, for I don't know how long, they allowed Joker to physically, mentally, and emotionally abuse Harley Quinn for decades. Yep. If Batman's if Batman is not showing his mouth for only one reason, then I don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's not, there's no reason for Batman to cover everything else right here unless he's eating the box. He's like, just going around this eating box. He's just like stopping criminals, eating box on the way back to the box, to the, to the bat, to bat He's, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's, and he's got all rubber on. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's just protection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a gimp. He's so, got the gimp suit on. I just feel like it's not that big of a deal. It's like HBO. Let Batman get some pussy for one. If any superhero needs pussy, it is Batman. It's him. Batman needs some vagina. <laughs> so, uh, has there been anything else like uh, that you guys watched other than Call Your Eyes or anything over the past couple of weeks? I've watched this shit on Netflix called The Colony. The Colony, what's that? Man... 
it's a it's a TV show about. At first, it took me a while to figure it out, but it's a TV show about um, an alien race who just comes and just captures every major city. These walls just fall from the sky and then just creates a barrier, five hundred foot wall around major cities, and then they have an AI that picks certain humans from Earth to be like dictators of the cities and all this other type oh, of wow. shit. And the goal is to like exterminate the human race, but the humans are doing it for them. It's crazy. So but that's what I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching this show also on Netflix called uh, Sweet Tooth. Have you guys watched that? Yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a couple of episodes. Okay, so it's it's essentially uh, it's like a virus. Uh, I didn't realize it was based off of a, a comic until uh, Willie told me it was a comic. I was like, well. Thoro's original. Thought it was freaking original. <laughs> but it's essentially it's a virus uh, that's going around. Very coronavirus themed in the show. Um, and it basically, uh, some hybrid kids start being born because of it. Like, kids mixed with, like, animal DNA. So, like, there's kids. It's like half human, half goat. One might look more... Like a goat, while the other looks more human, but like a pig nose to like kind of separate. So, uh, I just finished it today. It was a really good story how they brought uh, everything together. It definitely looks like there'll be a season two for that. Um, but that's been pretty dope. Um, I'm trying to think what else did I uh, check out? What about you, Adam? You got any documentaries or anything you've been watching? I've been watching Queen of the South. Shit is lit. It's always oh, Queen of the South, what's power. that about? Oh. That shit is hard. It's hard, bro. Not, I watched watch like, like two yeah, episodes so, like, can't get into it. It's centered around it's centered around the main character as a woman, but like because of the, because of, of that, the men are more emotional. Like low key. And it's kinda lit. It's like it makes it more like more rounded. It's not like niggas just getting shot and just being like, Oh, get the bullet out. Like it's like no, it's like it's more it's a little bit more realistic, but it's also like kind of like out the realm because like too much should be happening. <laughs> like too much should be happening. But at the same time, it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting story. I'm watching that, I'm watching Manifest and Lucifer. Those are my three shows I've been watching all I'm watching Lucifer too. So it started off really good, but I'm at the, I'm at the point where I'm just like, this is just background right now. Man, it's it's <laughs> I, I'm on season four or five. Sort of and it was a show that I watched the other day. I can't remember what the name of it, but it was some movie or a show I watched and um it was good, but I can't. I watched it so fast, I don't remember what it is. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I did have one of those shows too, where I just ran through that shit. I was like, "Oh, yeah, can't stop." It's good. Can't stop. <laughs> it might have been on Disney on Prime though. It was something like intense. It was like a hero superhero thing. Oh, Loki. Well, I'm watching Loki, but it's something else I'm watching. Have y'all watched Loki? What do you guys think of that? I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it yet. I think it's interesting. It's very. It's the the storyline is different. It's it's not like straight up like just him just fighting everybody. It's like it's but it's also like reminiscent of like a lot of other stuff too. It's like a it reminds me of a. Shit, like you're being you're being too nice, but I won't I won't I won't, I won't spoil you anything. Don't like it? No, I don't like Loki. I feel like they're I feel like they're using it as just a literal uh, disposition dump to get the next oh, set of movies oh, off the sure. ground. It like the it, that's a hundred percent all it is. It's like they're just like let's they, do they this. They need some way to push it. I yeah. mean, to push the yeah. yeah. So they say that. Well, I mean, it makes sense based off what happened off the 
last episode of what the multiverse of madness and shit means, but the fact that it already has a season two lined up is like how it has a season two? Yeah, it already got called for a season two. Why is that the only one that gets a season two? Don't know, but it, it's a little is weird. It's kind of good. It's okay. It's not bad. On the scale of, is it, is it better than? Is it better than Cap? I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 it's not. It's not. That shit was good. It's not better than WandaVision. It's the worst out of the, the three series so far. Really? Yeah. WandaVision wasn't that great to me. WandaVision was freaking amazing because it wasn't weird if you if you understood what it was about. It wasn't really about the show. It was. Literally just the the seven stages of what uh, uh, grief or morale, whatever it is, and that was really what it was. And once, once you figure, it, it introduced the magic like more, yeah, magic, like more. chaos magic and mm-hmm. whatever, and then the dark magic. Her, her shit basically at the end starts off the multiverse shit, and then yeah. now Loki basically expands the shit, and then uh, every other movie is gonna be because of those two. So. I don't which know. I, which I appreciate. I, I sometimes I appreciate the filler stuff to kind of fill it in. I, I, it's it's not great, right? It's not great TV. I'm not gonna say it's great, but it's it's okay. I think it's I, a good I, story. Especially I with Loki. hate filler. Like for example, I hate filler so much. Like My Hero Academia, you know, drops on on Saturdays, and I went to go watch it, and I seen the episode title. It was like Christmas party. I was like, oh, this filler ass episode. I'm not watching this. <laughs> So I didn't watch it this week. I'm not. But like, anime is a little different. I'm like anime is a little different. I no, love filler I love is filler, filler, bro. Episode. Filler is filler. I, filler. I, I feel I feel like it's not bad because you know you only get this many episodes. Whereas anime, like you really don't know how much filler you will get. You know what I'm saying? You might fuck around and get like like six episodes of filler. You just like I didn't I didn't sign up for that, right? Well, I feel like this is like you know you're getting a season of filler. Watch it if you want to for just for like um, backstory. That's all it is. Is world like that's all filler stuff is. Those world building and and more character development. But I, I can't. But I'm, do- I'm, I'm hoping Luke, Loki becomes stronger because like he dies so quick in Infinity War. You, they have to make it like make him a better character. So what I think they're gonna what they're about to do that's based off everything. But I, I can't go too deep in it without spoiling it for Jamal. But uh, I think. The, the next villain, Kang, Kang the Conqueror, he's going to show up because he's the time villain. He lives in uh, that whole quantum world. That's what they showed in that Ant-Man movie. That was the city when he went into quantum world. That was uh, Kang's area. And he Kang's supposed to be the, the, the bad guy of the upcoming Ant-Man movie. So uh, I don't think he's going to be like the big bag on like some Infinity War, like some Thanos shit. I think they're probably gonna try to line up like some Galactus type shit. Yeah, they gotta keep. Yeah, they gotta do something like that. Yeah, I think that's what because who who would you really go after Thanos? Pro, would that be Silver Surfer and Galactus? Would that probably be? It have to be Galactus. And that's why they're bringing in uh, the the family, the Fantastic Four, at the end of this. Uh, phase. They have definitely, definitely got to bring in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's like that is like the first family. The, the, the yeah, that is the Marvel team, like the quintessential team in Marvel. Yeah, anything that deals with space starts with them. So you can't go out of space and not have them in there. So yeah, they're that, they're yeah. fucking huge. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. 
That means Doom is coming too. I'm not he can do. He can do Doom that. could be a good Doom, boss because he. Doom is yeah, but you could, gotta find the right person to play him. Yeah, because sure. he's so important. Person, didn't they? Huh? Did they say they found so they found a couple people? Did, did, I think they found. Let me see. I haven't seen any casting. I I know people wanted um John Krasinski for yeah for and his Mr. Wife, Fantastic and, and Emily Blunt for yeah, yeah that was that'd be amazing. That's the perfect fit <laughs> for. Uh, John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic and his wife Emily Blunt for uh, The Wife. That's unfair. That's unfair. But I feel like that'd be a, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's easy. It's yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. And they, they might have made that, that Tom Clancy show just, just to make Tom, you know, uh, John Krasinski ready for like the MCU thing because that, that shit seemed like it was boring. But anyway. it, se- it, seems, <laughs> it seems like um, that Tom Clancy shit is its own world because like. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. They got they're building their own because he's probably gonna be in it. Michael B. Jordan already got Rainbow, Rainbow uh, the movie, so it sounds like they're having their own Tom Clancy uh, universe over there at Amazon, which is kind of be dope. I admit that universes are everything these days for for uh, characters. Exactly. Yeah, there's no way you can make a product line for everybody unless you have a whole universe. And, and it's and it's mostly because of story line, story writing. People don't know how to condense a story anymore. So so that's why I was like, you'll watch a movie and you can like tell like, oh, we we're missing some things here. And kind of like mm-hmm. what the the Zack Snyder movie when uh, the Snyder coming that came out. It was like, all right, it's yeah, the it's same exact nice. movie, but he's just giving us some more in depth yeah. shit to explain everything a little bit more because. I don't know. I I think that sh- that should sh- probably should have been a series over a movie. I think that would have made a little bit more sense. But whatever. He gets to pays the millions to do it. Um. Let's see. How do you guys feel about since we got some of the fighting people in here? Uh, Anderson Silva, uh, Silva, the Hall of Famer. Uh, he's willing to fight the Paul brothers. Uh, he says everything's changing in the world. People like to see the big shows, entertaining shows. What do you guys think about that? It's horrible. The Paul brothers gonna knock them out for sure. You think so? Yeah, no so. Unless nope. it's UFC, unless it's UFC fight. Well, bo- yeah, I guess match? it depends. Yeah. It's a boxing match. The Paul brothers gonna knock his ass out. You like those Paul brothers, right. don't you? No, they just they pick the worst <laughs> UFC fighters. They they literally pick guys that their main specialty is wrestling. Yeah, like, they like, don't have the hands for for to go far. Like so, and him saying he wants to fight him is like, all right, he might get knocked out instantly too. I think Jake Paul's fighting Taiwan Woodley. Taiwan Woodley is gonna be. Interesting because he has knockout power, but even him, he's a wrestler too. Like he's, I mean, he's more well-rounded than anybody, anybody that Jake Paul has fought so far. So is, is but, it is it fair to say that these? Well, I won't even say these between Jake and Logan. I would say Logan's fighting elite boxers, right? But for for Jake, he seems to be the more. He's the better fighter for sure. Jake, yeah, not the one that fought Floyd. Floyd, the one that fought Floyd is Logan. 
Yeah, Logan. But yeah, Logan, he got his ass beat. I thought he did. Other people are saying it wasn't that bad. To me, he got tore up. He was, uh, <laughs> he was like 50. I don't even know how big, much bigger he is. He was almost like 100, at least 60 pounds heavier than Floyd. So it was like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just see that Jake does found his own little niche to just keep making a bag. Although it doesn't have to just be him. Other celebrities could kind of take, I mean, I guess some of them was, right? With the Aaron Carter and Lamar Odom. They just got to be more. But the people that like Jake and Logan, I guess just their following, man. They got so much people behind them that no matter who they fight, they're going to be able to put up those type of numbers. But I don't know. Do you think that these celebrity fights are even worth it anymore? I haven't even really watched any of them. Um, I think Jake's is because he's like, he sells it. He sells it, and he's—I don't know—he's fighting fighters. I guess you could say not really boxers, but yeah, he's fighting athletes for sure. He's fighting athletes. Yeah, you could say that. Consistently fighting athletes, which is which gives them which is which makes it compelling in a sense because it's like athletes is really Maybe, but he's like a legitimate boxer. Like he's at this point, yeah. At this point, he's, he's a decent like boxer, legitimate and he, amateur boxer at least. Yeah, now. and he's not fighting boxers. That's the problem. He's fighting, and he's fighting guys more than like super short notice. Like they're like it's a training camp. Yeah, but he when you have like three years, and somebody else has three months. Ain't the same. Like you could tell, Jake Nate Robinson probably never got hit before that fight. Yeah. Yeah. The way he responded, even Chad Johnson, when he got hit, I was like, oh, this nigga don't know if I can't get hit. Or he, or he just got caught off guard, so he was like, oh, yeah. shit. I feel like yeah. a lot of those guys, they don't really know. Like, you got to train on, like, how to get hit and how to move away from hits, too. And, I, and Nate Robinson definitely didn't get trained on not how, how to not get hit. <laughs> what's what's uh, Jake, who Jake Paul fight? Nate Robinson, who's that? Who's the last one? It was Ben um, Askren, Nate Robinson, and somebody else. Yeah, it looks like that that Ansem Gibb guy was a fight that uh, Adam said. Okay. He, that fight was, <laughs> it was not first round knockout, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. so if he fights Tyron Woodley, it'd be as tough as opponent. But Tyron's not a fucking boxer. I mean, he's one of the greatest welterweights of all time. But he's a wrestler, and he has. I mean, he has knockout power, but. What's knockout power if you don't know how to box? So, yeah, if you, if you, that's the thing is like they say a lot of power. It's like you're saying like a lot of power for guys. I was watching a feature on, um, what's his name? This guy, he's a he. They call him the monster. He's literally a monster. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? shit? A monster. Japanese. Now, now you're in the way. Okay. Now you're in the way. Yo, he, they call him the monster, small guy, but he fights like he's strong, he's fast. He's like mini Pacquiao fast and strong, but a little bit. Did he just fight this weekend? Did he just knock a guy out with a body shot this weekend? Yeah. I saw that clip. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I was trying to watch that fight before my my thing um, checked out, but. You know, they were saying, like, a lot of guys who are powerful don't know how to, like, throw punches well and knock you out with that power. 
right? And there's a lot of times people who know how to throw a punch, but they don't have power behind it. And that's that's the case we just seen here. You have a lot of people who are powerful, who are strong, who can do certain things, but they don't know how to throw a punch and connect with it and, and make and make it lights out punch. Because a lot of people just throw a punch. Like, but you, a punch is like you got to throw your whole body into it. It's like you got to be like a whole like movement. It's mechanics. Did it? That extra yeah. weight, that extra everything into it adds into the punch. People don't see that. It's a, that's what's about to teach you. It's just like it's like repetition of like how to make this instead of making a jab like this, to making it like this. You know, yeah. so your shoulders throw into it, and a lot of that's a lot of times is, is um, I think what Jake Paul is going for. He's going for the athletes that don't know how to throw punches. So uh, I just want to ask about, and then we can uh, we can wrap things up. Um, uh, Tyson Fury and uh, DeAndre Wilder didn't they have like their stare down? When is their fight supposed to be? Because look, Tyson August. Fury is talking that shit. He's, he's like, it was look. August. <laughs> it was August. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Does uh, Tyson Fury does knock him out again? Does does, uh, does Wilder look depends. different from? It depends because he's training, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's he has a new trainer. He's actually learning boxing moves, boxing skills. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can learn that. And I don't know how. When's the last time they fought? A year ago. I don't it, know if you can learn that. It's July 24th next month. It's July yeah. 24th? Oh, July 24th? Oh. Yeah, the, the, the AJ fight was supposed to be August. Oh, uh, so they moved yeah, it up. They gave Deontay the fight and moved up to July so so that they can still, so him, so the winner can still fight AJ at the end of the year. Okay, got you. AJ um, is, is that Anthony Joshua, whatever Joshua, his name is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, he, he's, so the, he's the top prize for someone to fight. He's... I don't know if he's a top prize, but he's a champion, so... He has the most okay. belts. He has the most belts? Yeah, he, I think, if I remember correctly... Uh, he has two, and then Tyson Fury has two. So that would just make it one primo champion. Like, one heavyweight champion in the world. Got it. Got so, it. yeah. Well, no, actually, I think, he, I think he has three. Who's the third? There's only four, isn't there? There's only four belts out out there, I thought. Yeah, there's, well, technically it's five. Five titles. Four belts. Five titles, four belts. So, yeah. Yeah, Joshua has WBA, WIBF, and the WBO. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jerry has... Tyson has WBC and the ring. The ring, it's like... What's the ring? The ring will start out as a magazine that was like... It it then became like a... A governing body, kind of to an extent. So Not he only really. has one. So he just has Wilder's belt. That's it. The 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 Ring TV belt matters because usually the Ring TV was like the Ring was like ESPN before ESPN. But if you don't have a W, like a sanction, or is it a sanctioned belt? A sanctioned body. It's not a. I don't know if they sanctioned a body yet. They might be. They might have got. If it's not, then that shit don't count. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might just be like a paper belt. I'm not sure. I don't think it's. Yeah. Uh, my my last question. I'm kind of all over the place. Jamaica in the is Jamaica in the Euros? No, no. Euros is Euros is just, just a European Euro. country. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. But I thought, what, where did I see them no, playing? They're um they're qu- trying to qualify. I think there's it's either the Gold Cup is this year or it's a Copa America because they have a right now. The Euros is going on the same time. Um, 
uh, South America is having a cup too right now. Also, oh, it's soccer year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's soccer year. They're getting ready for the tournament. Everybody's qualifying too for uh, World Cup qualifiers. So that's how you saw Jamaica. Okay, that's what I was like. I saw it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, everybody's having friendlies right now within their division, and then qualifying I think starts next month. Cool. So Canada's trying to qualify Jamaica. Who, who do you got America. winning the Euros? I haven't been really uh, keeping track of the matches this year, but who, who you got? Oh man, I got France, France, and um. What's France that? What's Bell. that young kid? My my B? What? Mbappe. Mbappe. I was like, I know someone over there. He was like super nice last time I watched it. Okay. Man, France got a team, bro. They literally have the best. They probably got the best. Um, midfielder in the world they got Mbappe which is the probably the best striker in the mm-hmm. world they got it's just team full it's like an all-star team bro it's they're either the best at what they do or they're in the top 10 of what they do like facts I just had to sprinkle in some some soccer for our people overseas you know they want <laughs> I'm picking I'm picking them Belgium I'm looking for Belgium and my sleeper horse is Italy because Italy just is tearing shit up we we all over the place. We all over the place to ramp up. So the rank the rank championship is like the lineal championship. If you if you have the rank championship, that means you you beat the guy who was the guy. So if you don't have the rank championship, so Tyson Fury is the lineal champion. It's a couple lineal champions. Lineal champions are Tyson Fury, Canelo Alvarez, Tiafimo Lopez, and Nayo Inouye. Those are like. Those are the guys who beat. They beat the champ. The guy who was like considered like the the best or like the champion of that weight class. They beat that guy. Like so, that was be Wilder. Huh? That'd be Wilder. That he got no. that shit from. No, he got um. Yeah, Wilder. Yep, yep. He got it from Wilder. Wilder See, yeah. if if no, no, all boxing fans were just all just Karolinko. Oh, I was saying that if, if all boxing fans, like the way he just broke down, like he went after the best of the best of the division, if he does break it down in terms of Afro Samurai going after the number one headband, I'm in. That's what you basically <laughs> just said. He went for <laughs> the number one headband. <laughs> I'm in. what it is, but a lot of people don't want to go after the number one headband. A lot of people are like, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, who gonna fight? You gotta make another Afro But I do respect that's how, like, most, like, individual sports to do it like only the number two should be able to challenge number one for the best <laughs> yeah so but anyway if you beat the, you beat the actual because like Klitschko was like the champion like for a minute he was like it was like Fleming Weather and Klitschko they were like champions same time uh, Fury beat him so he got the ring TV belt he got the other belts he gave him his belts because he went he got depressed gave him up and he came back and got some of them back so if he beats Joshua that's it. He's like pound for pound, like the heavyweight champion of the world, like undisputed. Yeah, I'll take the only, the only, the current only, it's only a couple undisputed people, and right now it's um, Canelo Alvarez is probably like the main undisputed champion of the world. He's the money man right um, now. Canelo and I think um, um, Charlo is too. You know, Charlo just I think just became no, he's been in for a while. And then I think it might be also be oh Josh Taylor got a Josh Taylor got all the belts too. I forgot about Josh Taylor. He got all the belts in the um, super lightweight. And then Lopez got pretty much all the belts. 
<laughs> and then in a way got like he about to take all of them honestly he because he beat almost everybody in his weight class that that dude's the monster bro all right it's been another great day conversation with black entourage podcast remember to check us out on spotify uh itunes youtube instagram um if you like what you're hearing in this conversation today thank you so much for joining us peace peace